0: Welcome everybody. It's time to grab your board catch a wave as we ride the sales pipeline with your host Matt Hines. Hey Matt. Hey Paul. How are we doing? I'm doing good today. It's sunny today in Southern California. The rains have passed. The sun has come
1: out and life looks good again.
0: Glad things are back to normal. I'm glad you're not worried about having to step outside and melt into the pavement. (laughs) Really? As usual, we are uh, doing Sales Pipeline Radio live uh, every Thursday at 2.30 Eastern, 11.30 Pacific. For those of you listening on demand on the podcast version, available through iTunes and Google Play. Thanks very much for joining us. Every week we are featuring leaders in the sales and marketing world, thought leaders, authors, speakers, uh, as much as we can doing people that are doing the hard work, that are building the products and selling the products and marketing the products that we're using and buying on a daily basis to learn what's working in terms of building and managing and closing sales pipelines. And today, we got a very, very special treat. Very excited to have someone who is a celebrity of the B2B marketing world, Paul. Like uh, Oftentimes, there's people that are impressive and important, but not a, not a household name in B2B sales and marketing, and today's, uh, I'm, probably, I'm probably embarrassing him already, but today's guest is the co-founder of Marketo and is the founder of Engageo, the next generation of marketing and sales tools. Very excited to have John Miller with us here today. John, thanks again so much for joining us. How's it going, Matt? Good to see you. Thanks again. I hope I didn't build you up too much, And I think... Uh, <laughs> But honestly, I mean, you think about where you've been, right? You were instrumental in the growth of Epiphany back in the day, which, which when it launched, it was a bit ahead of its time. I mean, you know, Marketo is when you and Phil and the team launched Marketo. I mean, it was also something that people didn't really understand. And is now it has become not only the category has become table stakes in the industry, but you know, Marketo has become the leader in that space. And and now what you're doing with Engageo and really sort of building from the ground up a new platform that is account focused versus lead and contact focused. But I want to talk a little more about culture. You talked about how important that is for you as you build and as you sort of set a foundation, create a precedent for the kind of business Engagio is going to be. Let's talk about culture from the standpoint of making ABM account-based marketing or account-based revenue work internally. How do you encourage people to make the shift? I mean, in many companies, especially larger companies, you've got animosity between sales and marketing. Uh, You've got a marketing team that may have historically acted like the arts and crafts department. And so getting people to orient around the account, getting people to drive better integration with the sales organization – isn't always easy. And I'm sure that in your sales process you face some of that as well. What are you doing or what do you recommend people do to make the right internal moves to be more successful with something like engage you in ABM?
1: The answer to that depends a lot on if you're talking to the marketing team or you're talking to the sales or sales development team. Mm-hmm. You know, because I think they approach it differently. If you're talking to the marketing team, I think the reality is, is they have the easiest time kind of pivoting here. Because they want to do the right thing for the sales team. Usually, if marketing does it right, instead of saying, Hey, we have leads. Why aren't you following up on our leads to pivot the conversation with sales and say, we understand you want to go after accounts. You know, help me understand who those accounts and let's talk about how we're going to help you go after them. Sales usually really actually enjoys that conversation. Right. The mistake marketers make will be is, is, Hey, you know, let me know what accounts you want to go after and then tell me what you want me to do. Because sales doesn't know what marketing can do. If you kind of leave it so open-ended, they're going to say, well, can you put together a dinner? Right. You know, <laughs> Or something, because that's all they know. Right. You know, so you got to come to them like, here's things we can do. Here's how we can help. We can do this research for you. We can customize that and so on. Anyway, so the point is, it's a little easier from the marketing side to kind of embrace being account-centric. The bigger challenge I think I'm seeing is more on the um, sales and sales development side. Sales development is a function I think still is living in a world where they're all about measuring activity. How many calls did you make? How many dials did you make? Oh, you're not getting enough, you know, connection? let me see your email template. And it's, it's a very tactical, volume-based thing that I think really embracing a world of account-based everything is a world where sales development actually needs to step up and be a little bit more strategic spend a little more time thinking about what's going to be a message that will actually connect with an executive at this target account, you know, bringing them business insight. That's harder. My point is it's a bigger change, I think, for the sales development team usually, you know, because less volume, more research and all that kind of thing. The, The last thing I'll say is our strategy for that little bit is, you know, to Trojan Horse. We start just by giving them a solution that just lets them do what they want to do, but better and faster and easier. Then our foot's in the door, and then we can like, all right, hey, as long as you're sending that out, you know, what if you like spend a little t- more time customizing that that email to make it better? Oh, okay, that seems like a good idea, and you can kind of. Smooth it in that way. Good insights. And I love that you're covering a lot of different areas. I mean, look, this isn't the easiest path to navigate.
0: Uh, and these aren't things that you're going to change just by sitting people down and walking them through it. And I, I've found it even within marketing's own organization, there can be friction here. And you've got people that their jobs historically have been very lead driven, you know, getting more volume up and to the right. You change that, you change what you're measuring, and some people might start to worry about their job. I've literally heard some digital marketing people say, "Well, that's all fine and good, but I'm not willing to increase my cost per lead." The cost per Facebook registration may not really be the mark- metric that matters. So, do you see that? Do you see people, you know, fighting or sort of, you know, trying to create culture change within their own
1: marketing organization as well? Oh hell yeah! I mean, put another way, that's the biggest mistake I think people make is is they embark on some sort of account-based journey without changing how their organization is going to be measuring them. Let's say you're in marketing and you're going to start doing account-based marketing. If everyone is just measuring you on how many leads you generated, you're going to run into a buzzsaw. By definition, the quality goes up as the quantity goes down.
0: Let's talk a little bit about how the MABM fits into the broader marketing mix. I mean, this I assume this isn't all or nothing. I mean, I feel like every time there's a shiny new object in marketing, we all gravitate towards it, and we think it might be the silver bullet. You know, 15 years ago, it was banner ads. You know, four years ago, it was social selling. Last year, it was account-based marketing. But I think what people realize once they get past sort of the newness of it is this really is, it may shift part of your approach, but it doesn't replace everything else you're doing in marketing. So, you know, curious, how do you see ABM integrating with other marketing priorities moving forward?
1: Ultimately, what marketers are starting to realize is that we're not in a one-size-fits-all world. And now to explain that, we sort of always understood that B2B looks different from B2C, right? And like B2C marketers, well, they can do ads. They do display ads and TV ads and broad brand-building things, and that's how you drive marketing if you're selling sugar soda. And we sort of get that B2B is different. But partly because Marketo and the other demand generation vendors, I think we spent the last 10 years thinking that B2B was monolithic. It was like, oh, the way you do B2B is you generate leads and then you nurture them and then you score them and then you move on down the road. There's almost this perception that it's all net phishing. And I think what we're starting to realize is like, no, there's nuances and there's another way you can actually think about going to market that's more appropriate when you go after big fish and you have this whole kind of third style, if you will. So you might have your consumer style, you might have your net fishing style, and now you have your spear fishing style and they all have a place depending on your kind of business. If you will. So that's why I'm very bullish that account based marketing and just account based everything is not a fad. It's not just like, oh, hey, content marketing was like the hottest thing or predictive marketing was the hottest thing. I think that account based everything is a more fundamental view on go to market that is appropriate for a set of businesses.
0: I couldn't agree more. And I think, you know, to so your point about not finding a one-size-fits-all, I think even within ABM, that's true. I mean, so Someone at a conference a couple months ago asked me, you know, what qualifies as someone that's ABM worthy? You know, what makes an account someone you can do ABM with? And my answer was a couplefold. I said, one, if there's more than one person making the decision internally, it's a candidate for ABM. The minimal tech stack for ABM, with all due respect to Engageo, it really is just the telephone, right? Just, you know, having different messages that you can deliver to people allows you to do an account orientation to marketing. Almost impossible to scale that if you really want to build a business and sort of build your own pipeline with ABM, which is why tools like Engageo are important. But then the way you would approach that is different. The way you would sell to an enterprise company versus a, an SMB company, doing an account orientation, building consensus inside the company, it's different but you have to understand the economics of the sale and what's important from an acquisition cost standpoint as well and adjust how you're executing appropriately. Yeah, totally agree with that. Unfortunately, we are out of time. It usually happens about five minutes at the top of the hour, but uh, (laughs) appreciate everyone joining us today. Really appreciate John Miller for joining us today, sharing some great insights on account-based. And uh, John, again, thanks so much for being here. Thanks for your insights. Great to talk to you as always. All right. If you want to hear more from John, you can certainly check him out online. He is a prolific blogger, tweeter. You can find him at, at John Miller, J-O-N Miller. Definitely encourage you to check out Engageo, his great new company, doing some amazing things. They publish some great content as well at Engageo.com. We will have links to all of that as well as a replay of this uh, episode on SalesPipelineRadio.com. You can catch it at the podcast. And uh, look forward to catching you live again next week. It's going to be 2.30 Eastern, 11.30 Pacific, as usual, every Thursday. Uh, for my great producer, Paul, our guests, all our listeners, this is Matt Hines. Thanks for listening. Yes. You've been listening to Sales Pipeline Radio, the only place that looks at how to build a sales pipeline and sustain it over time.
1: Matt Hines from Hines Marketing.